0: Zombie movies would be deeply, deeply creepy if, you know, the zombies had some sort of consciousness and reason. You might feel
1: bad for beheading them all.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That is what I'm thinking. All right, hey, we're going to do a show. We are. Or so they tell us. Yes, yes, I know it can't record video if I'm not on that desktop, but I don't actually record video, so shut up. Okay, go there, maybe go there. Yeah, I think that's where I'll go.
1: Great. Great. Grand, wonderful, good. Something. Great grand yeah. wonderful.
0: It'll be awesome. I have to admit, and I'll admit it to you before this show starts. I am so unprepared for this show, it's not even
1: funny. Same with me. I'm actually just going through spoilers now.
0: Yeah, I've barely looked
1: at the set. So I'm gonna be honest with you, Clues. Yeah. Um, I haven't played Magic in probably over two years.
0: Wow. Really? Like at all? Like not a single card?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Wow. Just a tiny bit. It's, it's just falling, like, I just don't have any friends around me that play anymore. It's just falling so far from what I do. Yeah. Like, the only thing that keeps me in it right now is this show.
0: You know, uh, I'm gonna level with you there, Rich. Uh, I haven't actually played a game of magic, an actual full game from start to finish of magic in at least six months. This this show isn't well. Okay, and Monday Night Magic too are the only thing that really keep me in it.
1: Podcasting keeps you in it.
0: Yeah, podcasting keeps me in it. And so, and
1: I love doing this show. I love doing it with you. It's just it's getting to be a struggle for me to just keep up with everything. Well, it's, yeah, my interest is is not there.
0: You've noticed that our uh, recording schedule has gotten real spotty, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a symptom. That's what that is.
1: It is because we don't have the drive to keep what we got to do this. We got to talk about this. We just don't have that anymore.
0: We don't. We don't. And I do. I I think you had mentioned a couple of weeks back that you wanted to do a show about taking a break uh, from magic as a topic.
1: (laughs) i did i wanted to kind of float the idea to our listeners of us not being only a magic podcast
0: yeah well i think we should do a show about taking a break there is an ebb and a flow to uh to to the whole magic thing and sometimes your circumstances are very very conducive to playing lots of magic and you can be totally into it and on top of it and sometimes you can't because this she's a harsh mistress she
1: requires a lot of attention What's the average life cycle? Four? 7 years. 7 years. I've passed my life cycle.
0: Yeah, I'm just about there myself. Uh I started in 2010, maybe end of 2009. So, yeah, this is this is 7 years right here. Mhm. And I see where that comes from and I see what that is.
1: I do too. I mean, one for me it's it gets, got so expensive. Yeah. And then like all my like, the friends moved away or don't play, or, like, you know, people's lives got... happened. Right. People's lives happened.
0: Well, hey, you know what? Uh, this is the show.
1: All we, right.
0: We've already started, right? Hey, hi, everybody, and welcome back to Random Discard. I am Clue, one of your faithful hosts, and joining me, as always, is Rich. Rich, we already covered how are you, because we just recorded that, like, a minute ago. Uh, hey, welcome, folks. You have joined us... Uh, Welcome to the show already in progress. Uh, Here we are uh, talking about the realities of life and how how much it saps away at other things. Look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that magic is only a young person's game.
1: that's not because that's not true
0: that's not true okay people from all walks of life uh you know whatever your background whatever your gender your age your job you can find something within the sphere of magic that you enjoy and that's great absolutely great but i will say it is a lot easier to be really into it really just you know dialed into what's going on in magic when you have fewer, I'm going to call them, quote-unquote, real-life responsibilities, right? So that kind of high school, college age is kind of the perfect storm of circumstances.
1: And, like, just directly out of college too, kind of, like, right there. Yeah,
0: right when you have disposable money, you income got, for got the first money, time but no- in your life
1: but not like life sucking bills. Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. I I still very distinctly remember uh when I first went to graduate school cuz that was the first time I was actually, you know, bringing home a steady paycheck cuz okay, so here's here's kind of a dirty little secret of graduate school in the hard sciences, which I went to went to grad school in uh in in physics, well, a- astrophysics, but still in the hard sciences, they tend to pay you to go to grad school. So not only is your tuition covered, but you get a stipend. Now, it's not much of a stipend. You're not going to be, like, rolling in stacks of cash. But it meant that every month I had a paycheck.
1: I mean, it can support your prostitute habit, though. I mean, let's not get us wrong. Well,
0: yeah, that really depends on your tastes. But um, <laughs> I at the time, I was living in an apartment with a buddy who was also in grad school. And, you know, so we were kind of both in, in the same situation. And I really remember that... After the first couple of months, I'm like, holy crap, I actually have money in my bank account at the end of the month, and this is so weird. Now what do I do with it? Right. And at the time, I did not have the magic habit, you know, because I'm, like, ancient. So this was, like, I, I don't know, like, 200 years ago, and, and magic was not yet invented. But uh <laughs> it, it was very strange to me to finally have a point where... I had disposable income, something that wasn't already spoken for before it arrived in my account.
1: Right. Isn't that great?
0: It is. It is. And, you know, when your schedule is basically... Uh, you, like, okay, let's, let's use college or just after college as an example. So either college or a very early job when you don't have, uh, a spouse or kids or, uh, other extracurriculars you're involved in. You basically are tied up from like nine in the morning to like five in the afternoon and that's it. Everything else is just free time. Do whatever you want. But as we age, you know, there's other responsibilities. You know, I've, I've, I've got a wife, um, I've got a family who lives relatively nearby, so I go and see them. I'm going to see my folks this weekend. In fact, they're getting on and, in years, and, and I mean, so
1: same here. Like I'm married, um, we're trying to start a family, and like, honestly, this sounds like a really weird. But I have a dog. Sure, yeah. And me and my wife live work far away, so our dog's in the cage a lot. Right. That's not fair to him. So we want to. I like to be home where he doesn't have to be locked up. Yeah. And, and it's not a kid, but it's fact. I mean, when, when you get a dog and you live on your own, you you seriously don't understand what your life is going to change. It's not a kid, but it's close. It is.
0: It, it's like a kid to,
1: light. Because you have to con- constantly consider that thing, that you know, animal as well.
0: Okay, here's one that I'm going to throw out. Okay, that's going to sound crazy to some of our listeners when I throw it out. You want to know what the biggest existential crisis I have every day is? What the, the hell am I? What the hell am I gonna eat for dinner?
1: Oh my God, that is the. If my marriage had the key problem, that's the problem of my marriage.
0: Oh yeah, mine too. My wife and I have extensive conversations about what. <laughs> so, what are we gonna eat tonight? And
1: so here's an example of mine and my wife's. Ma- my wife's name is Mallory. Mallory, what do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm not sure. Why, why don't you know?
0: Ha- have you been eavesdropping on my conversations with my wife and just changed the name so I wouldn't notice?
1: <laughs> her, her, hers another thing. So Mallory asked me, what do you want to do for dinner? I'm not sure. Why don't you know? It's already cut there. Yeah. She never has to know because she never wants to make a decision. But, oh, I got to know. <laughs> Yeah,
0: so, I mean, for me, it's further complicated by the fact that even though my wife and I don't live quite as far apart as we used to, you know, before, for several years, I lived down in North Carolina, and my wife lived in Michigan— Uh, just due to work considerations and so my evenings were relatively free it was just me my weekends were relatively free it was just me so i could play a lot of magic i could go hang out at the game shop all the time and i had a great absolutely great game shop to hang out at that's atomic empire in durham north carolina it's a great shop you should check it out but now uh you know i work up about an hour from here from where my where my wife lives and I'm up there during the week, I come home on weekends, it works out really well, except during the week, I get to that point at night when I'm like, okay, I should eat something. What What should I eat? And I'm getting up there in years, okay? I joke that I'm older than dirt, but no, I'm 40. I can't eat like I used to. That doesn't work. Any- you yeah, can't You, you eat. eat
1: good food that's good for you now.
0: Yeah, you can't eat like you were in college, right? It's...
1: I mean, you can't just go home and, like, grab McDonald's on the way home and feel good about your life. No, Because you're going to feel pretty terrible about your life. Yeah, there's a
0: price to be paid. And that price gets worse with each passing year. So, just, man, just the mundane things take you away from magic. And that's... It's sad, but it's true. And... Yeah look I promise listeners we'll we'll get off of just complaining about being old here in a minute and we will actually talk at least a little bit about the set tonight but if if you've noticed a uh, a kind of ebb to our magic related content there there are reasons uh, you know life life changes and the demands change and circumstances change and sometimes we can't focus exactly on just the latest and greatest cards cuz we we got other stuff oh. going on
1: I'm not sure where clues is splicing us in there, but like I said earlier, um, all my really good magic friends have moved away, like like hours away, or like you know one of my one of my real close ones, he had a second kid, he didn't this didn't didn't have time for it anymore. Oh yeah, it's I tough. Mean, it's it's so like my my core magic group, which became was like eight people, is me. Yeah, and then there was like an you know because my game shop pandered not pandered it you know a lot of younger people went there. Right. They went to it, it college.
0: Catered, catered to a young catered. crowd. And
1: yeah. they keep going to college so it keeps getting younger and younger, and like all the people who I like to play with they don't go there anymore because they're they move they're in college, they're out of college, they move, they got you know, they're playing somewhere else or they're not playing anymore. So like my playgroup is gone, it's me. And you can say Magic Online, but I don't want to spend money to reinvest in a collection that I've already put thousands into.
0: And and a client that yeah. It's has got
1: uh, well, issues. I mean, the client I'd probably be able to work around, maybe. Yeah. But the, just the sheer the dauntingness of me being able to play what I want. I mean, I'm not gonna have Snapcasters on there. Yeah. I'm not gonna have some of the awesome Commander decks that I have on there. And plus, I've seen Commander played on there; it's pretty pretty garbage. Right. So I mean, like that's just like my Magic life has completely changed. The, the the thing that keeps me even remotely interested in Magic is the show.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, I I have to ask: Are are you on your headset mic today?
1: I am on my headset mic today. Okay. My, my wife moved my um the actual mic. Sure. And I have not quite found it. <laughs> Well, because I use my kitchen table for everything, and she hates it.
0: Oh, yeah, I understand. Because
1: it sits there, all my computer stuff's there all the time. Yeah. When I'm either playing League or when I'm working from home. My stuff's on this all the time. So when I go away, or for long periods of time, she cleans it all up and puts it away. Of course, yeah. And then she doesn't remember exactly where she puts everything, because she just wanted my stuff off the counter.
0: Are you sure you're not spying on me? Because you're like describing my life, too.
1: We married similar women.
0: We did, we did.
1: Uh, anyway, for which, me, which by the way, is, this Saturday is five years for us.
0: Oh well, congratulations.
1: Thank you. Do you Thank know what the I over think. under for my marriage was at work? Uh, three year, a year. year. Wow. I'm not sure if people understand. Like, my relationship with my wife is very like. You understand how I am on this show. I'm a little, a little dramatized of who I really am. Sure. But I'm not that far off. I am very rigid. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't give in a lot. Um, everything is a competition. I do, like, she, I win almost every fight because she gives up because she doesn't want to fight anymore. Right. I have to be right. Have to be right. Yeah. And I don't let people be wrong either. I need to correct them.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: I mean, and that that's something I really wish I didn't do. But I, I don't even think about it. It just happens. It's a character flaw. It is. Yeah. And so... When people hear stories like I never sheltered our stories, I never try to paint my her in a bad light, me in a better light. It's just mm-hmm. I was honest and people are like there's no way she sticks around. But other people thought that she would. My boss thought she would, strictly because we got married five years we, like so we've been together ten years now. Sure. Five years dating slash engaged, five years of marriage. And he said she's been around five years, she knows what she's getting. Yeah. So, cause I made it very clear. You marry someone for who they are, not who you want them to be.
0: That's very good life advice right there. Very good so, life advice.
1: If you think someone's pretty great, but you think they, this few things would be better, and then you could definitely be together forever. No. Don't ever plan on those yeah, things changing. They might. You might get what you want, but, but don't, don't plan don't
0: on that. Don't plan it. on that, yeah. I mean, my, my wife and I have been married. Uh, we, we recently had our 15th anniversary.
1: Congratulations. That's impressive. Uh,
0: It is. It is. Uh, We're very complimentary personalities overall, except for this one thing, which is she likes to argue. I hate to argue. Now, I know that may sound crazy since you hear Rich and I argue on this show from time to time, but we're arguing about things that don't really matter right okay we're we're arguing about colors and cards and and movies and books and things but she she really she loves to debate and she likes to argue and I, eventually i reach a point in in i'm going to call them discussions not really arguments where i i actually don't care anymore it's just it's fine whatever
1: that's that's me and mallory except you're mallory in that situation right so but i mean there's a lot of things about this. i love this this game but it's just my life has moved on to a new phase.
0: Yeah, weird.
1: and I I play a lot of League because it fits my fits my life right now. Yeah, so I don't I'm, need to play with someone else. I can play with strangers yeah, who see, are the I, worst people in the world.
0: I'm oh they are yeah. I'm I'm kind of that way with Destiny. That that's what I do in my free time is I, I has, get has home it from gotten work. better? Uh, it def- depends on what you mean by better. Okay, so I I will say this, and I I I swear to God, I'm circling back to Magic here in a minute. Um. Destiny is at its best when you have a group of friends to play with. And I lucked out early on and met some people online and I joined a Destiny clan and they're all great people and we play well together. They're actually they're shockingly good. Honestly, the the, the the group of folks that I play with, because we'll get together and we'll go into the Crucible or we'll go into the Iron Banner. And it, it tries to match you at least a little bit based on how good the players are. <laughs> and so, we you know, we have a lot of really close games, but we play really well. And I'm like one of the worst players on our team most of the time. And then sometimes if they're not online and I just go into the Crucible or the Iron Banner by myself, I end up being the best person on the team like consistently and I'm I'm not I'm not tooting my own horn here it's just these guys are so good just consistently and they're a ton of fun you know I have that
1: um, some of my old magic friends who are now just my league friends because that's the only way we can play together yeah
0: and we're all kind of in similar situations in life. We're all kind of roughly the same age between, you know, 30 and 45. Uh, most of us are married. A few of us have kids. We all have jobs. And so, you know, we get together online for two or three hours in the middle of the week on a weeknight, and we play, and it's a really good time, and we talk about how things are going, and we complain, and it's it's great. You know, it's mm-hmm. like hanging out with your buddies. And so that's kind of what's taken that role for me now. And here's where I I told you I was going to circle back to Magic. What really changed for me was moving, right? I, I left where I had a great game store with a great community, where I literally spent for like, I don't know, three or four years, my entire identity was tied up in this game shop and being the judge there. And that was, it's been a very hard transition for me. I won't lie to you. I miss it. I miss it terribly. It it was such an integral part of my life. And now I don't know how I had time for it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, You know, part of it is is—is the job situation. The the job down there, I had been in for several years and I kind of had a groove. And, you know, I knew what I needed to do and I could put it down and pick it up when I needed to. And now my responsibilities at my job, although I really do enjoy my job up here, my responsibilities have expanded quite a bit right i've i've got a bunch of classes i've never taught before so i have to prepare for those and i've got grading to do and there's always another class to prepare for and it's it's just kind of this this constant cycle that eats up all of that time that i used i just don't have the time anymore and it's sad
1: it is it's something that i miss
0: yeah so it's not that we don't love magic we do it's that right now, our our lives aren't focused that way anymore. Our lives are a bit more random. Maybe we should change the name of the show. Oh, we For did. Forethought. Yeah, that might be. I mean,
1: honestly, it's like... Uh, Actually, it's so much... Uh... Magic was such a big part of what I, who I was for a long time that you know, that's where a lot of my friends were that was what my free time was it was deck building it was reading articles it was playing the game it was trying to clean up the mess my wife hated it was all those things it was I mean it was pro i pro and this show I probably spent easily easily this is a a low minimum I think 20 percent of my awaking time was magic
0: yeah oh yeah And I still keep up with aspects of it, but ah,
1: I try to. I I, honestly, I'm so far behind that I'm just losing lots of interest in it.
0: Yeah. Here, let me, let me tell you a story actually related to this that involves, uh, the pre-release for, uh, uh, the, the set that uh, God, what was it called? Not Shadows over Innistrad, uh, Eldritch Moon. There we go. Sorry. I lost, I lost its name for a minute there. The pre-release for Eldritch Moon. So last week we did not record. That was entirely my fault. I was off at a radio telescope in West Virginia, uh, doing more sciencey stuff. It's what I do. And my wife and I drove back from that on Saturday, and it was a miserable drive. And we were driving from West Virginia, and the AC in my car was on the fritz. It it would blow cool but not cold, which was really weird considering I'd already had it repaired twice. But it it never got cold in the car, and so we're driving for hours and hours and hours on the interstate. So it was a miserable drive. It took us all frickin' day to get back. Sunday morning rolls around, and we had looked up a couple of local game stores where we could go and play the pre-release, including playing a two-headed giant pre And we woke up Sunday morning. We were both still exhausted. We'd finally gotten, you know, one decent night's sleep, but we'd built up quite a sleep debt over the past week. And we both just looked at each other and were like... We could get out of bed and get ready and go to a pre-release, or, or, we could sit around, be lazy, and just waste our entire Sunday doing nothing. That sounds amazing. Exactly. And that's what we chose. And... At the time, I felt really guilty about it, because I'm like, it's a new set, I love pre-releases, I like Sealed, I like Two-Headed Giant, I could play, you know, Two-Headed Giant with my wife, because we so rarely got to play together for the past several years. And yet, doing absolutely nothing was so blissful. Oh my god, it was the best Sunday I've had in months. So that's what I did. I missed the pre-release completely. I I could have made one if I tried really hard, but I just didn't have it in me. And I gotta be honest. Part of the reason that I didn't have it in me, and I I don't. What I'm about to say is gonna sound a little bit mean, and I don't. I don't really mean it to be mean, and I don't mean it to be overly critical of the, the nice folks at Watsy who worked so hard on making this set and, and all the sets we've had recently. I just was not excited about this set at all. I was excited about Shadows Over Innistrad because we were returning to a, a plane and a setting that I loved, with characters that I found interesting, with a storyline that at least at first was mysterious. And then it's Emrakul. And and that's that's it. There you go. We're going we're gonna to take a plane that you liked, and we're just going to wreck it. How about that? We, we did it with Zendikar. We, we actually went back to Zendikar. Beloved Zendikar, the set I started with, and we just trashed that plane. Just everything you loved about it, we just wiped it out. Just salt the earth.
1: So how about cards on the table? The real reason I'm leaving, they killed Sorin.
0: Yeah. Well, he's not dead yet.
1: He better not be.
0: He's, he's technically not dead yet. He's just fused into a wall and watching, watching Emrakul. So I'm sure we're going to return to Soren. I don't think we're done with him. Let's be honest. Uh, but this set, you know, once once they made the big re- the big reveal that it's totally Emrakul and we're just going to try a repeat of what we did last time, but now we've got to add Liliana to the mix because well, we we had a color that wasn't represented. I, I was like, that's
1: to be fair. Yeah. Liliana's awesome.
0: Oh, Liliana is awesome. It's just, this was not really a, a shocking revelation. It was, it was a very predictable path that happened very quickly, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, I knew we would eventually come back to Emrakul. Yes, I knew that the Jastis League was gonna have to face Emrakul eventually. I didn't realize we were gonna completely burn Innistrad to the ground to do it. You know, th- there was this kernel, I, I think, and-, and again, this is I-, I-, I feel really bad saying bad things uh, about about this set and about the storyline, because I know people work very hard on it, and I don't want to to you know cheapen or belittle the work that they do in any way, but there's the but. There was this kernel of a really cool idea in shadows. This idea that the thing that Soren had sacrificed so much for and poured so much into to create... To protect Innistrad. That, that Avicen, the protector, the thing to restore balance, that drove a schism between his him and his own people, his own family, rejected him for what he did, even though he did it for, in the end, uh, their best interests. Because if they were left unchecked, they were essentially going to just wipe out all of humanity and then starve to death. He knew that couldn't happen, so he created this... This thing that made him unpopular, that made people angry, but he he did it for the greater good, if that makes sense. The idea that she would turn on the plane, she would become not its protector, but its destroyer, and Soren had to do something about it, was a really cool idea. And the concept that once she's wiped out, there's nothing to maintain that balance anymore is a really cool idea. But for the cause of that to just be... But Emrakul, it just doesn't feel right. And and Nahiri, I think...
1: Didn't Nahiri Nahiri cause Avi'son to go nuts, not not Emrakul?
0: Yeah, it really was Nahiri. Uh, But I I think Nahiri, although the recent uh, um, official magic fiction on the website has done a bit to redeem her as a a more fleshed-out character...
1: There is no redeeming. She... There's not enough time to bleep what I have to say about her. <laughs>
0: well, that that's true. Please please don't make me edit too much. I, I just don't have the time. Um, She seemed, when she was first introduced, like, oh, here's this interesting, mysterious figure from the past. And then she was very quickly reduced to, like, a one-note character. She's out for revenge. That's it. She's a crazy woman out for revenge. And that seemed like such a cliché.
1: To be fair, if you read the, the story that's yeah. all that's she said that's all that drives her.
0: Yes. And like I said that the fiction did a lot to redeem that to to make it more fleshed out and make a little more sense. If you're just following it through the cards, it's pretty lame. If you're following it through the fiction, it's much better. And hey, I think we will have a flavor cast about that just as soon as they're done with new stories for Innistrad, which should be in a week or two, I think. Sometimes soon, it'll happen. And then we'll get the gang back together and we'll talk all about Inastrad, including the first iteration of Innistrad that we did such a terrible job on the first time. Uh, so she has been redeemed a bit, but it just seemed there's a story I want to hear about, and that's not the story they're telling. Now, I know that's kind of a lame complaint, and it's a very, it's a very entitled complaint. Oh, they're not doing the thing that I like, so I'm pissed. It's not that I'm pissed, it's just that uh, it just doesn't do anything for me. I, I just, I'm not as invested, I just don't care enough because, oh, it's just Emrakul, and it's going to essentially, even even when they win, because I think they will, it's going to do such terrible things to the plane that the Innistrad I knew and loved is gone. And I'm not saying it can never change, because, again, that's also a really petty argument to make. It's just, this is not really what I wanted.
1: Wait, honestly, even if they even if they stop Emrakul, the plane is gonna be in bad states. Oh, yeah,
0: it's pretty effed up.
1: Because remember who's in charge now. Yeah, yeah. And there's a new most powerful being on Liv- on Instrad, and she does not have Innistrad's best interest at heart.
0: Okay, well, who are you referring to? You're ref- referring to Olivia? Yeah. Yeah, because she's kind of crazy, and I and don't she, expect things to go well under her stewardship.
1: She was gonna help Soren until the point where Soren lost and she didn't care no more. Yeah. Sorn caught her on a good whim, and then it changed.
0: Yeah, but no, what, what I was going to mention was uh, uh, Sigarda, because Sigarda oh. is stepping up.
1: Well, I haven't seen her. Does she had a card?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. It was back in uh, uh, the previous set.
1: Oh, okay. Because I see Bruna and Giselle are having bad times.
0: Uh, yeah, they're they're not
1: in good shape.
0: Uh, but yeah, let me let me go find the 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 new Sigarda here from from Shadows, and that was uh, what did
1: uh, the, they do to stupid Mythic spoilers? Well, they ruined it. Now there's some weird uh, script on there that doesn't work very well.
0: Yeah, well, we we
1: can't have nice things, you know that, right? I know. I think I just need to download Chrome. Chrome seems to have a better chance with those.
0: Okay, here we go. Back to let's see now. She is, I believe, multicolored once again. Ah, yeah. uh, and. Cards are still loading. Yes, Sigarda, Heron's Grace. Uh, She costs three, a green and a white uh, Legendary Creature Angel. She's a four, five with flying. And here's the key. She protects from Emrakul once again. You and humans you control have hexproof. And for two, an exile card from your graveyard, put a one, one white human soldier creature token onto the battlefield. So... Uh the new Sigarda protects against the new Emrakul's "I control your turn" thing. The old Sigarda protected against the old Emrakul's annihilator trigger because the old Sigarda wouldn't let uh, your opponent's abilities make you sacrifice stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they were doing foreshadowing that Sigarda was going to be the one to uh, to save us all. And
1: they might have. We don't. I mean, we don't know. how We know they plan out super far ahead.
0: They do. They do. So they may have planned it all along. And if they did, that's kind of cool, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I I'm also not saying that I don't like eldritch horror. I do. Okay. I just that's not the kind of horror that we had in in Innistrad. Right. We we used to have kind of a mishmash of all of the mainstream horror tropes which was cool, werewolves and vampires and ghosts and whatnot. And now it's like, hey, you know what? What if we just took everything you loved and just fused it into a writhing mass of disgusting? How about that?
1: <laughs> Ta-da! Sounds reasonable.
0: Isn't that creepy as hell? Yes. Yes, that is creepy as hell. But it's not it's not what I was looking for. It's not what I came to Innistrad for. The, we had new Phyrexia for that. And that was also horrible. Seriously, what's wrong with you? I guess we need to have the Phyrexians versus the... Eldrazi,
1: but... I've seen that, mean, That's been coming for a while. Yeah, and it can't end well, no matter what.
0: It just can't end well. But hey, that's that's why I have not really been enthused about this set. It's a combination of real life has pulled me in a different direction lately, and the storyline just did not do it for me. Like at all. We do fear change, and I'm not just saying, oh, all change is horrible. It's just, this is not... This is not what I wanted for Innistrad. I... I liked the creepy horror and the balance between the humans and the monsters, but now it's like the humans and the monsters have to join together to fight the even worse monster. What is this, a Michael Bay film? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do like the idea of Liliana riding to the rescue, though. The, the, the idea of a...
1: She's my hero.
0: Uh, I, I, I don't really call Liliana evil. She's not truly evil. Anti-hero. She's hero she's, she's selfish. Anti-hero. Yes, she is an anti-hero. Just, I- like Sorin. Just like Soren. Just like Soren.
1: Fa- to be fair, a lot of planeswalkers are kind of anti uh, Not all. Yeah, not I was going to
0: say, th- those who aren't are wind up dead. Um, a lot. i Elspeth. Um,
1: yeah, poor Elspeth. Gideon's more or less of an anti-hero. He's more of a hero.
0: He's more of a hero. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, in, the, in the world of uh, D&D alignments grafted onto other things. He's lawful good. <laughs> and he's not afraid for everyone to know that.
1: I feel Jason Chandra used to be anti-heroes. Yes. Um they've they've swung more into the hero realm now.
0: Yeah, we've had the uh the training montage and now they're now they're on the the good guys like clearly.
1: Yeah. Garrick's just nuts.
0: Yeah, who knows? I'd love to get back to Garrick.
1: Kiora's kind of an she's not an anti, she's just neutral, I think.
0: Uh, sh kind of falls on the selfish scale though i mean she was she well i don't know she was doing it for a greater good
1: she's yeah but she's she was definitely a by any means necessary kind of greater good person uh,
0: oh yeah oh god yes yeah whenever it takes the, the I mean, like, like be i said i
1: know this is an extreme this is an extreme not 100 percent accurate analogy hitler thought what he was doing was the greater good
0: wow i didn't know we were going to end up there
1: as I said it's it's not accurate and it's extremely it's extreme, but I mean that's when people say you know by any means necessary for the greater good. Yeah, I mean that's not the best. Uh,
0: that's that's somebody's law, right? That any discussion left long enough will end up with with Hitler references.
1: I, I forget Probably. who's
0: is it. Goodwin's law.
1: Something like that. I
0: think that's right. Anyway, we've 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 arrived there. Didn't. Didn't expect that, but but there you go. Now, that's not to say that there aren't some really flavorful and cool things in some of these cards. There are. There absolutely are. For instance, uh, Harmless Offering. Have you seen this card?
1: Um, uh, I, I, I looked, I just looked through them all, but my, my browser crashed.
0: Yeah, do, do you see how I segued, like, conveniently right into, let's talk about a few cards? Isn't uh, yeah. that nice? Yeah. Huh? That's
1: huh? nice. Yeah. But you know, you know who I want to hear more about? Tezzeret. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about him for many oh, sets. I
0: want to know about Nicol Bolas. Yeah. I want to hey, know boy. what that
1: guy's up to. He's such a cliché fantasy villain.
0: He is, but you know there's nothing wrong with, uh, with, right. well, with a cliche what was the name of,
1: what was the name of the card?
0: Harmless offering. It's a red card. It's a sorcery.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. Gives gives, gives donate. It's like donate. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's donate, but uh, the kitten. Oh, no. it's so
1: It is it it's, it's it's 100% donate.
0: Here you go. Have have a have a harmless kitten. It's certainly not horrible for you. We swear. Except that it's probably going to be horrible for you. I
1: yeah, Maybe you have um, the blue enchantment where, I think it's like Mind Lash, where your upkeep is exiling a card from the top of your library. If you can't pay the upkeep cost, you exile your entire library. That'll never be abused. Uh, that's my Zedru EDH deck. <laughs> so is Dress um What's that one stupid card? Like, Star Force or something. Can't think of it. It pretty much per- it makes your creatures do no damage. But they take no damage. Right. Yeah, fun stuff like that. Oh, Zedru. The best of the Minotaurs.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I suppose.
1: Be of Hormous Offering. I saw that. It's a kitty.
0: Yeah, it's a kitty. Look at him. Except that look at his tail. His tail is a terrible tendril thing.
1: That's. Mmm. Yeah. And it noticed that—that's creepy.
0: Yeah, I think it would have been better if they hadn't made anything creepy about him. But the 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 tale is—it
1: uh, is what it is. Yeah. Um, I like the new Liliana Planeswalker.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk
1: about uh the new Luna Planeswalker.
0: Why don't Why don't you tell us all what she does?
1: Sorry. It's a uh, one black black, so it's just like of the veil. Three um, loyalty, just like of the veil, has a plus one, just like of the veil, (laughs) Um, and that's um, up to one target creature gets minus two, minus one until next turn. Love that.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: That's practically spot removal for early game combat. You know, definitely messes with combat late late game. Minus two. um, Put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard. Then you may return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. It's okay. I get it. Uh, I just I, when I see features like that, and I say, make that card, you know, make that cost minus five, and let it put it on the field. But that's just me. Um, then her minus seven is you can emblem with at the beginning of your end step, put x two two black zombie creatures tokens onto the battlefield where x is two plus the number of zombie creatures you control. So you always get two.
0: Yeah, and it may be but, a lot more than that.
1: But then it's four, and then. Six uh, and then twelve. Well, and no, then no, that's no. It's
0: it it it's eight after that, right? So if you two. have none, you've got two. Then next time f- around, your x is two plus two, so you get four. Yeah. Then next time around, your x is six plus two, you get eight.
1: Why is your x plus? Why is your next x six? You have two. It should always go up two, four, six, eight.
0: Well, no, no, no. Okay, so the first time you've got you've got none.
1: And Zero. So, so you add two, you get two.
0: Right. And now next, next time except- your x is two. And then you add two, so you get a total of four more for a total of six. If you still have your two from last time.
1: Oh, that's yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it, it, she gets out of hand.
1: It, it is exponential.
0: Yeah, it's 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 bad for the other guy,
1: especially for three. I mean, I think her, I think all of her spell costings are the exact same as, as of the veil.
0: Uh, I think you may be right. Let's let's just go grab Liliana of the Veil. <sighs> Although, don't do not do that. She'll probably turn you to death if you grab Liliana of the Veil. I think that's probably a
1: terrible idea. That's a fair assessment.
0: Uh, of the Veil, she is plus one, minus two, and plus, or minus six,
1: not minus seven. Oh, slightly off. Yeah, so
0: slightly off. Okay, which one's a better of, card? Of the Veil. Of the Veil, yeah,
1: absolutely. Hands oh, down, yes. hand destruction, making up sacrifice. There's no beating that. Yeah, it's, it's just better.
0: But this one's pretty good.
1: It's good. I don't. It's. I mean, that's such. Sometimes that's such an unfair assessment.
0: Oh, it is absolutely. But I mean, it's the question everybody asks
1: because. Well, it's like Jace, though. Oh, is that better than Mind Sculptor? No, no, never. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not saying of the Veil is Mind Sculptor level, but it's closer to Mind Sculptor than a lot of other cards.
0: Certainly, yeah. I mean, uh, Of the Veil is is totally the top of the Liliana heap.
1: Well, it's like Mind Sculptor. It's played in every format. It's legal in.
0: Oh uh, yeah, pretty much.
1: I mean, why wouldn't you play that card? It's amazing.
0: It is amazing. And I suppose the only reason you wouldn't play it is if you're wrong.
1: Yeah, wrong. So right. Yeah. Uh, let's we mentioned Giselle and Bruna in their bad time. Let's bring up Giselle and oh, Bruna. Well, and their but bad before time. we
0: go to them, let's cover Oath of Liliana, since we're talking about Liliana's Liliana's joining the Jastis League for at least a little while until, you know, such time <laughs> as it doesn't serve like, her purposes.
1: I didn't like Oath of Liliana.
0: Yeah, so Oath of Liliana, it is a legendary enchantment, costs two and a black. When Oath of Liliana enters the battlefield, each opponent sacrifices a creature. Okay, that's that's really nice. At the beginning of each end step, if a planeswalker entered the battlefield under your control this turn, put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield, that seems a little underwhelming.
1: I mean, how many many planeswalkers are you casting all the time?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, they're all over the place, let's say?
1: Generally, if a deck runs two, let's say a deck runs two, Uh you're probably running three of each. So that's six. You're not. I mean, if I get a unless they kill my other Liliana, I'm not gonna recast another one. Yeah. Oh come on! This website's just garbage. I don't know what they did to it.
0: Uh, If we look at the other oaths from the last the last block, were they also underwhelming? Probably. Uh the second ability no Gideon's is good. because
1: uh, it's, it's Gideon.
0: Jace's was good.
1: Jace.
0: Chandra's was good. Interesting. And Nissa's was amazing. So
1: yeah. Poor Liliana. Yeah, but her card's better than all of theirs.
0: Uh yeah, I think that's probably fair. Hey, actually so. actually before we even go on from that, I'm gonna send you a link. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw this but we're going to find out. Let me find the chat here. Here you go. Did you see this?
1: Oh, my goodness. I saw the, the, I saw an alternate art of the Liliana. I didn't realize <clears throat> she was giving us zombie planeswalkers.
0: Yeah, so for those not in the know, uh every year at the San Diego Comic-Con for the last few years, SDCC,
1: just, they've had this special would be so much money.
0: Yeah, they've had special Planeswalkers and they did they did black on black Planeswalkers for a couple of years and Which those were cool. were amazing. They were absolutely amazing, very unique, very interesting. Yeah, I,
1: thousands to get a set.
0: Yeah, I I thousands. have last year's set. And I have the Chandra from the year before,
1: but I I don't have any others. What was last year's?
0: Last year's were the Flippy Planeswalkers.
1: What was special about them?
0: They They were black on black.
1: Oh, they did the Flippies black on black, too? Yeah. This is so much better.
0: This is so much better. Now, again mad props to the folks who made the black on black planeswalkers those were cool those were interesting but they're not nearly as interesting as these oh my god these zombie planeswalkers are so freaking sweet now here's my problem with it all the total number of these that are going to be in circulation are so small that their prices are going to be through the roof and Almost no one's going to get to play with them, and that makes me sad, because these are awesome. This is alternate art done right. It's thematic, it's interesting, it's fun. I mean, Gideon's right hand is held onto his body by his his soral that uh, kind of blade-like thing with the ribbons.
1: Wrapped around his neck.
0: Wrapped around his neck. Uh, Jace is With a eating... crow
1: on his shoulder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jace is eating his own brain. Uh, Chandra has been burnt to cinders, which is just awesome. Uh, and, and Nissa's dead. So, Rich is Anissa, happy.
1: And Nissa, she just looks like she woke up from a bad day. it Just looks like she woke up. She doesn't look that rough. Well,
0: she does have flowers growing out of her head, which is kind of funny.
1: But. Yeah, that should be growing out of her. Actually, she's no longer the most hated planeswalker, by the way.
0: Oh, really? Who do we hate more now?
1: I think you know exactly who I hate more than that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just trying to get you to say it. That's Nahiri. Yeah, that's fair.
0: But like said, a, look at the Chandra and tell me that that is not just amazing.
1: Um, I, Ch- Chandra and Gideon are perfection.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, they're, this, these are oh. so great.
1: Sorry, uh, uh, Liliana's got it. And hers is just raising her arms up like she's controlling them. It's phenomenal.
0: I absolutely wish I could get my hands on these, but oh. I'm not at SDCC, so there's no way that's going to happen.
1: You don't have thousands to spend on five cards.
0: I would gladly pay MSRP for these. Gladly pay MSRP, but uh, I'd probably never play with them. I would just, you know, look at them. I wouldn't they're either. Awesome. I'd put them on a shelf someplace. So I just can't buy oh, myself to.
1: Oh, pay hundred at Comic-Con, huh?
0: Pay the like two or three times. I thought, I thought
1: they just gave them up. They actually sell them. I'd, oh yeah, they sell them. Yeah. I'd probably buy at least two of them. I definitely at least buy Liliana and Gideon for sure. Yeah, probably so, Chandra would be my third, just because it looks great. Because I I I wouldn't play them. The Jace one's okay. The the Nissa is very lackluster, I believe.
0: Yeah, uh, of them she's the weakest.
1: But yeah.
0: I just love these. Like I said, this this is how to do alternate art stuff, but but it kills my soul that so few people are going to be able to actually use these things. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they should hand them out like candy. It's just you know, there's there's a whole nother show we should have sometime talking about the prices on the secondary market and what they do and how much it kills me. But they're beautiful. They're amazing. Anyway, I'm sorry. You wanted to talk about uh, Jabruna or Brusella or? Yeah. I don't know what we call her now, other it's than not Bruzella. good.
1: Bruzella. I think it's Brusella. Yeah. Um, one, uh, the I guess the big thing I like about them is they're bringing characters from that we lo- first time and they're back again. Yeah. Just like Slim Shady. <laughs> I know that was <laughs> here. <laughs> so I'll, I'll read um, Gisela, who's a mythic. Gisela the Broken Blade, two white-white, so she's all white this time, for a 4-3 mythic angel horror. You can tell because she's got like v- weird veiny things on her wi- or feather wings. And she's got Flying First Strike and Lifelink because she's Gisela and needs to be terrible. Um, at the beginning of your end step, if you own both... at. Own both and control. What? If you, if you both, both own and, and control, control. Yeah. Gisela the Broken Blade and a creature named Bruna the Fading Light, exile them and meld them into Brazella, Voice of Nightmares. But we're going to read Bruna before we read Brazella.
0: Yeah, so Bruna uh, costs five white, white. So it's interesting that they're both pure white. <laughs> even, though, even though they're, yep. they're not yep. really good. Uh, it is a 5-7. It is a legendary creature, angel horror with flying and vigilance. When you cast Bruna, the Fading Light, you may return target angel or human creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So she can go and get
1: uh, a Gisela if she so wants good. to. Weird thing, I've never noticed another card before. But They put the text above the keywords.
0: Uh, they did, and that is... that's really interesting.
1: Never seen that before.
0: Yeah, I mean, even... Even with triggered, I think this is, yeah, even triggered abilities usually go below their their keyword abilities. Mm-hmm. But they didn't this time, because they really wanted you to realize, oh yeah, this does a thing. Okay, so tell us it's about the flip thing, side.
1: It's a good thing, but it's an expensive thing. Yeah. The flip side, they both have this on their back. It's Brazella, Voice of Nightmares. Legendary creature, Eldrazi Angel. Let that steep into your minds and cause all the nightmares that you've ever had. It's a nine ten. It's a nine ten. Flying, First Strike, Vigilance, Life Link. You done yet? You scared yet? It's not uh, over. Yeah, I'm scared. Your opponents can't cast spells with convert mana cost of 3 or less. There wow. goes cheap chump blockers. Yeah, there goes... There
0: goes cheap removal.
1: Uh, murder? Nope. No murder.
0: And the artwork is just horrifying. Oh,
1: it's it's everything it's supposed to be.
0: Just absolutely horrifying.
1: It's everything it's supposed to be. It's so like she replaced an Eldrazi Titan, or they replaced an Eldrazi Titan. Yep, pretty School much. is dead, right?
0: Uh yeah, okay, so that's a little bit debatable, but based on what occurred in lore. Uh, Ulamog and Kozilek were both completely pulled into the plane of Zendikar and then completely obliterated. So, in theory, they are dead. In practice, I think there's a good chance we might see them again one day, but.
1: Who knows? But, one, the card is terrifying. Uh, yes. It's interesting, though. I mean, it's fitting that, you know, it's got two heads and it's both of them that you need the two cards. I've never seen a card do this. Two cards, one card rely on two cards like that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this whole meld thing is like that. It's, it's a weird mechanic.
1: What else is meld on? I didn't see it on a lot of stuff. Uh, there
0: are only, like, I think four total meld things. I, I think it's four. Uh, the next one that comes to mind involves uh, Hanawir battlements. So that's way down in the lands. Uh so we have Hannaweir Battlements, it is a land, you can tap it to add a colorless to your mana pool. You can pay a red and tap it and target creature gains haste until end of turn. You can pay three a red and a red for a total of five, tap it, and if you own both I'm sorry, if you both own and control Hannaweir Battlements and a creature named Hannaweir Garrison, exile them, then meld them into Hannaweir the Writhing Township. So now we've got to go find Hanweir Garrison, which I think is a white card.
1: It's red. It's two it's and red. a red for a human soldier, red creature, human soldier. Two, three. Whenever Hanweir Garrison attacks, put two one wood red human creature tokens um, in the battlefield tapped and attacking. So it's kind of, oh, it's some it's a mini little um, hero of Bladehold.
0: Yeah, and when they flip over, they become. So you, you, so mechanically, here's what happens. If you activate that ability on, uh, on Hanaweer battlements, or if you'd had the, the, the Brazella thing, you take both of those cards, you exile them, you return them to the battlefield, essentially joined together. They are now a single entity, and the single entity that they are now is Hanaweer, the writhing township, legendary creature Eldrazi, ooze, uh, it is a 7-4 with Trample and Haste. Whenever Hannaweir the Writhing Township attacks, put two, three 2 colorless Eldrazi horror creature tokens onto the battlefield, tapped and attacking. You wanted a hero blade hold? You got this
1: disgusting thing instead.
0: That's terrifying. Yes. Yes, it is.
1: So, I'm noticing that some of these big, bad Eldrazi's are all melded. Uh, yes. Does yeah. that mean Kozilek, Ulamog, and Emrakul were once things that became melded? Or are they just the originals? Like, what is... I'm intrigued now.
0: Yeah, see, that's that's an idea that's been put forth by some folks, that Kozalek is essentially... I'm sorry. Emrakul is attempting to remake Ulamog and Kozalek Because if you look at uh, Brazella, she resembles... In, Ulamog. Yeah, she resembles Ulamog quite a bit. And now to try and find the one that resembles Kozilek. Uh, give me a second
1: here, because there... well, it wasn't that one.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's that one. Um, there's one that involves rats, and I don't think it's that one
1: either. The graph rats. Yeah. Um, At the beginning of combat, you turn. If you both own control graph rats and a creature named Midnight Scavengers, exile them and meld them into Chittering Host. Nope, it's not Chittering Host.
0: Yeah, it's not Chittering Host. It must be the last one.
1: Um, That does not look like...
0: Ah, jeez, who's the other one? Because there is one more. Not Hano, not them. See, I thought there were four. Am I just wrong? There's a chance I'm just wrong. Yeah, there are just the three. Interesting. I'm wrong. See, I thought there was something that looked like Kozilek. Maybe there's just a creature that looks like Kozilek. That could be. Yeah, that I would believe. Uh, well, there's Emrakul.
1: Ain't she a treat? Yeah, let's
0: say. Not really, but
1: let's say it. Decimator Provinces looks awful.
0: Well, anyway, they, like I said, somebody has put forth the hypothesis that uh, Emrakul is essentially remaking uh, Ulamog and Kozalek, Which, it, you know, I, I could see that as mm-hmm. as, a, as a way to go with the story. That would be, I guess, interesting. Uh, but hey, there's a couple more cards I suppose we should mention. Did you see the new Tamio? Um,
1: yeah, it's, I couldn't believe it was real.
0: Oh, it's real. It's real. Mhm. Tamiyo field researcher costs one a green a white and a blue. Green white blue. Is that is that Bant? Bant, yeah. Yeah, so uh Tamiyo the bant. Uh is a planeswalker Tamiyo she comes in with four loyalty.
1: I I feel because of the difficulty of her casting she should be five.
0: Okay, that's that's fair. Let's look at her abilities, and we'll see if I agree with you. Uh, Plus one, choose up to two target creatures until your next turn. Whenever either of those creatures deals combat damage, you draw a card.
1: Op. That's really good because they don't have to be
0: your creatures. They don't have to deal combat to you or to her. Just anything. That's fine. So good. Uh, Minus two. Tap to target non-land permanents. They don't untap during their controller's next untap step. That's that's pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Minus seven. Draw three cards. You get an emblem with. You may cast non-land cards from your hand without paying their mana cost. That is a word I can't say because I have to beep it out
1: it's like the draw three cards is not even required. I just threw it in there for yeah, giggles. Yeah, it's just
0: like, hey, here we're gonna here's the thing that lets you just cast all your all your non-land cards, just do it. Yay. Uh oh, and by the way, just just to say screw you to the other player, why don't you draw three cards while you're at it? Enjoy.
1: You go well, you right need, ahead. You, you need some new cards to cast for free. You've
0: you've earned it.
1: Obviously. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of this card. I think it's OP. Uh, I don't... That mm.
1: She does have an extremely restrictive uh, mana class. As, as we've learned, the three-color Planeswalkers are generally really, really good.
0: Yeah, she... Wow, it's...
1: I mean, how many three-color Planeswalkers are there? There's Sarkin, Nicobolas, Tamio. Is there another one?
0: Uh, Three-color think that's it i think
1: and all three are extremely powerful
0: let's just fire up the old gatherer here and just double check uh types planeswalker bam all right mono two mono two two uh two mono two um yeah no no all the jaces look at how blue they are so so damned blue. Uh Nicol Bolas, of course. Um Sarkin Unbroken, who is pretty good. Tamiyo, of course, and I think that's gonna be it. Yeah, that's it. Yep.
1: What don't they all have in common?
0: Uh Sarkin Tameo and Nicol Bolas, Uh no. All are blue. Oh, well, of course, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: To be fair, Tamio was already blue. She was. Nicol Bolas fits because he's Grixis. Sarkin, it feels extremely forced.
0: Uh, as I recall, one of Sarkin's abilities felt kind of blue.
1: Oh, yeah, the ability, I'm just saying the coloring into his character felt forced.
0: Oh, okay. Sure. Poor Sarkin.
1: <laughs> oh, they made him smarter. That's so bad.
0: Well, no, I'm merely referring to, you know, that he doesn't really have a past anymore. He doesn't really... He, he shouldn't exist. He is an abomination is true. in so he's, the stream yeah. of time. Uh, that's that's maybe, where
1: I was saying, poor Sarkin. Maybe that'll come up later.
0: Maybe, I doubt it. I highly doubt it.
1: Hey, man, they got years to go, and they never know when they're going to run out of stories.
0: Uh, that's, that's that's fair.
1: And if they ever want a time set, why not have the time-traveling sarkin like another time set like that's very much focused on like the disruption of time like you could have part of it take place on mirrodin where it's new phyrexia but all of a sudden like pieces of old mirrodin keep coming into play like they bring back venzer for all of a sudden he's there and stuff like that they could do it yeah and sarkin fits right in there you that way you bring venzer back to life and all that fun stuff
0: yeah hey, why you, not
1: then you can have karn as you know not just liberated and you can have karn you know father of the machines See, that's a lot of storytelling potential right there.
0: Uh, instead, Emrakul. Cool.
1: Yep. Hey, bring. That's how you know, all of a sudden throw Ulamog in there. He's back.
0: Yeah. Hey, why not?
1: Ulamog, Cosmo, like bring them back through time, fix it all, start it all over again.
0: Yep. Yep. So, hey, any anybody else you want to talk about in this set? I know we've 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 <laughs> wandered all over so many topics tonight.
1: We have. Um, mm. Nah, not really. It's like it's. it's like I'm looking at stuff that's kind of cool to me, just like not even through play, just through what's cool.
0: Yeah, there are plenty of cool cards in the set. Uh, we we got a legendary werewolf, finally, a, a Flippy werewolf that was kind of cool. Flippy. Um, technically a transform werewolf.
1: So we got a Planeswalker werewolf and a legendary werewolf. Oh man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody with your werewolf EDH decks.
1: You're <sighs> welcome. Wolves are gonna be everywhere. You're welcome.
0: Uh, we have another legendary creature that is actually two creatures. We've got Giza and Garolf. They're together.
1: I saw that. That's kind of cool. Their card's okay, but that's kind of cool. It's
0: kind of cool. Um, yeah, you know, it's in Estradi. if you, you know, messed everything up. Mm-hmm. Some jerk came by and messed you know, everything up.
1: You are right, though. This definitely has a very Phyrexian, new Phyrexia feel to the set. Yeah, doesn't it? It really does.
0: I, I should take a look and see who designed this. I wonder how much they overlap with the new Phyrexia designers.
1: Because now that I think about it, looking through some of the cards, I really get that feeling of the corruption and that happening. Yeah. You know, then you, you see what's kind of like the Praetor. You kind of see the Praetors and that kind of stuff too. So it's it's there.
0: Yeah, they're they're just taking back to back. They took a plane that I loved and they wrecked it. And then they took a plane that I loved and they wrecked it. And, you know, now that I think about it, if we go back to uh, Mirrodin, they took another plane that I kind of loved. I I, I guess I liked is probably a better way to say it. And they wrecked that one, too. I think the message Watsy is trying to send me is we can't have
1: nice things. No, you need to stop liking stuff. I guess so. I hope you don't like Theros. because that was that, clear? that plane's gone next then?
0: Yeah, I'm sure it will be.
1: Like we'll Kamigawa. That'll teach him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to go back to Kamigawa to wreck it, and I don't think they're even going to do that.
1: So, it's on one card. It's called the of Kamigawa. That's it. Yeah, hold, it's, we'll hold, just oh.
0: throw it into a core. We're going to bring back core sets just so, Oh, they got rid of core sets, too, which I loved. Uh, they're going to bring back corsets just to have a card that is destruction of Kamigawa, and a-
1: or they have an OP card that's the souls of Kamigawa. The
0: f- the flavor text is just screw you, clues.
1: Oh, I'd buy that card.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would.
1: Mm-hmm. They'd frame it. I'd buy a lot of copies and just keep mailing them to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every day, a new one shows up in the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. Okay, so look, folks, I know this is probably not the episode about. Eldritch Moon that you wanted but it's it's what you got um, we'll talk more about the plane on an upcoming Flavorcast cast episode uh, I haven't played with any of these cards because again I didn't go to the pre-release uh, I don't know when I'm gonna play with any of these cards because uh, I'm still seeking a shop um, in what what tiny amount of free time I have which is almost none so sad
1: Yeah, it's 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 thing, Death of Free Time. Yeah,
0: sure is. Uh, Also, uh, did you see that they they totally gave us a card that tells us exactly how it's going to end? No. Oh, well, hey, then uh, this is a spoiler alert, folks. If you don't want spoilers about how the storyline is going to end, first of all, it's too late. You've probably already seen the spoilers for the set. And second of all, you should probably just turn off this episode if you haven't already. Which, by the way, thank you for listening to the episode this far. Uh, imprisoned in the Moon, it is an enchantment, costs two and a blue, and it clearly shows Nyssa and Tamio with, uh, the, like, sigil thing that Nyssa does etched on the Moon in the background, and Emrakul in between them and the Moon. They're obviously putting Emrakul into the Moon. Uh, it says Enchant Creature Land or Planeswalker, Enchanted Permanent is a colorless land with tap- add colorless to your mana pool, and loses all other card types and abilities. It's very flavorful, and the flavor text even just straight up says, only one vault was great enough to hold Emrakul.
1: Hey, I called that back in Zendikar.
0: I I believe you you did call that uh, a while back, and that's totally what's going to happen. Um, the, the, the Jastis League in the most recent installment attempted to just pull, hey, it worked last time, let's do it again and failed miserably and then Liliana showed up and saved their bacon and now they're going to go to plan B and plan B is totally going to be Imprison Emrakul in the moon on Innistrad and I don't actually know what the long-term ramifications of that are
1: probably not good, Clues
0: probably not good at all
1: I mean, from what i read, and granted this is not much, it's mostly on um, Soren's story, um, She, because um, Nahiri did one stint in the Hell Vault, as um, he called it.
0: Now, it was a long time. Mind a
1: thousand me. years.
0: Yeah, and it was pretty horrible. Then.
1: And what was the last time? How long were the Eldrazis cooped up?
0: Uh, about a thousand years.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a temporary, but it sounds like Emrakul will be out in a thousand years.
0: Yeah. So, God willing, when we're on episode 425... Oh, who am I kidding? We don't put out episodes very often. When we're on episode 120, we'll talk about Emrakul coming back out of the moon. That has been a joke about our spotty recording history. Ta-da!
1: But you know who'll be there waiting for him? Uh,
0: Soren stuck in a wall?
1: He won't be stuck in that wall for long.
0: I'm just now picturing a uh, a Soren card that is an altar that just has, like, a piece of wall just sticking out of his ribcage. He just never rick out around and knocking that off. Poor
1: Soren. He's Soren. He doesn't need to
0: do anything. I, I also object. Have you, I don't know. Do you follow Mark Rosewater on Twitter?
1: Um, I used to. I don't think I do anymore.
0: Okay, so he's been doing this like head-to-head thing where uh, it's like a bracket, and oh, he had one yeah. of his planes and stuff. So right now he's doing head-to-head villains, and uh, first of all, he, he said that Soren was a villain. He put him in that list, and I disagree with that.
1: I strongly object to that. Anti-hero at best.
0: And Soren lost in, uh, in the most recent round. To who? Ah, oh, hell, I don't even remember.
1: I voted no one, for him because he doesn't lose.
0: Head-to-head villains. Let me see if I can find it. Um, ba-ba-ba. I probably better put magic in there, otherwise that's not going to work. Truth. Um, there's our Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I was trying to find his Tumblr post, because I think... Nope. I guess I'm just going to have to poke around on his Twitter, which is probably terrible. Uh, Elish Norn beat Tesserit. I, I hope that helps.
1: Not really. Tezzeret's an amazing villain. I don't feel like they gave us enough story to give Elish Norn a character. I mean, yeah, her card's phenomenal, but I feel like people voted for her card over her character.
0: I think that Soren lost to Yoggmoth. I think.
1: To me, it's unacceptable.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair. Anyway, so those are some things that are going on or down or in or around I guess I guess that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So hey, listen folks, if uh if oh hey, hey, that was a thing that I was going to do. I even pulled them up. I, I actually, actually, here's what we're going to do. To to round out the show, we're turning over a new leaf. We're actually going to talk about some listener feedback. So mm-hmm. last sh- I, I know, it won't take long. I promise. <laughs> last show Uh, We talked about books, and the overwhelming response to that was quite uh, uh, positive. People really enjoyed it, and we are really happy to hear that. I know I had a blast talking about them. I did, too. And hey, there were a couple of books that you recommended that I read last time, and uh, one of them was uh, Ready Player One. I have read Ready Player One, and it was awesome. I really enjoyed (sighs) it.
1: So good, isn't it? But
0: thank you very much for that uh, that recommendation. I, I'm not going to give anything away. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it. But it is such such geek wish fulfillment fantasy. Oh my did, god! Did,
1: did it mean because you, you're like me, like you grew up with that, a lot of that stuff? Isn't oh that just, yeah! Didn't that just fill your soul with happy?
0: It was absolutely great. Uh, and then you recommended to me the Summoner trilogy, mm-hmm. which uh, screw you, pal, because it's not done yet. Damn it! Uh, I told you that. I know. I read the first one. It was good, wasn't it? Uh, the, the, I felt the beginning was a little weak. Okay, for the first couple of chapters, I'm kind of. To be like,
1: fair, a lot of beginnings are real weak.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, first, first couple of chapters, I'm like, eh, this is okay, but Rich said it was good, so I'm gonna push on through, and I kept reading, and and by the end, I was really, really enjoying it.
1: Yeah, um, it's phenomenal book. Yeah,
0: it's it's a little bit Harry Potter, but in a good way.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's like he took inspiration from it, but he didn't copy it.
0: Yeah. So I've I've been in I've been enjoying it.
1: Um yeah. I, haven't,
0: I haven't read the second book yet,
1: but oh, Inquisition's um, very good.
0: Yeah. See, the uh, problem is it's still full price because it's in hardback. And yeah. I, I'm a cheap bastard. And That's so fair. um I'm waiting. But anyway, we, we got a lot of feedback. Uh people yeah. recommended some other books that we check out, which was awesome. hmm mm-hmm. But by far the most common comment we got was Hey, why didn't you guys talk about dune? What's wrong with you? Come on, it's dune, and uh to that, I say, yes, you're absolutely right. We completely overlooked the dune books in uh our defense um a lot of them aren't really good uh the first few are okay, but then it kind of goes crazy later on, but you're absolutely right we we should have brought up brought up dune um sorry, yeah, so. Uh, thank, thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the other suggestions. I'm now making a list of all the books that I need to read, which is a lot of them, quite frankly. Right. Um, so. I, know, I
1: still need, I haven't started the Furies yet, but I will.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. The Furies of my, Calderon. It's on, yeah. it's on my list. Please my do. life
1: is. my life has been taken over right now.
0: Yeah, I understand. I understand. But when, you, the, when, when you get a chance.
1: By, by the worldwide sensation clues.
0: Oh, oh, you're one of those.
1: You knew I would be. Yeah, yeah I, I, known.
0: I knew you would be. Okay, so before we wrap up then, Rich, uh, how do you feel about Pokemon Go?
1: It's good. Um, there's there's a lot I like about it. Um, there's a lot I don't because if you follow me on Twitter, you know I've been extremely upset with how they've been handling some of the server issues.
0: Yes, I have noticed that.
1: Uh, my big thing is if you're going to have issues... I understand. There's no way you are prepared for this. I don't blame you for not being prepared for this. I didn't think it would take off like it did.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody knew just how big However, it was going to be. However,
1: one, maybe slow down your releases. Uh huh. Stop, you know, having server issues and keep adding new countries, which make them worse. Right. And two, Niantic, maybe, you know, which I believe is a Google, which I believe is a Google owned by Google somewhere. Uh, I right. don't
0: think they're actually owned by them. I think they were a spinoff that some folks okay. who worked for Google took off and did that but yeah they be- do have ties you're right
1: okay and nintendo or yeah. pokemon company whatever you want to look at it all of them together right you would think they would have the courtesy of public relations to say hey we're having issues sorry working on it they don't they barely even do that and that's what frustrates me the most is they're not they're not really acknowledging it right and that's what bothered me the most as you could see my some of my tweets were pretty angry
0: well my understanding is they're far too busy making hats out of the money that they've got because they've they just got so much of it that now they're just crafting uh, hats for a
1: free app. Free app um, that has microtrans. In less than a week, they made fourteen million dollars.
0: That is a lot of scratch.
1: Um, they have passed Tinder in number of downloads. First app to pass Tinder. Wow. Um, last I heard, they were close to beating Twitter for the most for daily use.
0: Oh yeah, that that would not surprise me.
1: So I don't know if they've passed Twitter yet, but they're on their way to what I heard last weekend.
0: Now, I will say I am not on the uh, Pokemon Go train. And but you've they're...
1: never been a Pokemon fan.
0: Well, okay, there, there are a couple of reasons for that. I've played some of the Pokemon games in the past, and they're okay. They just don't hold my interest long enough for me to really get into them. I, I don't feel the need to catch them all. I'll say that. That's fair. I'm not against Pokemon. That's fine. I I enjoyed the games that I did play, uh, but it's it's never been you know I'm not a hardcore Pokemon fan. I I freely admit that. I, I guess but, I won't say
1: hardcore, but I have played Pokemon for twenty years. Like I've played every single game, right. main game.
0: Yeah, it was it was an intrinsic part of your growing up.
1: It was. Yeah,
0: it never really was for me.
1: Uh, I Mean ninety four is when it came out. I I played it the first time it came out. The the I mean, other. I remember playing with my two brothers like that was like the one thing we all did. Right, I'll never forget that. And actually, all three of us have the app. Oh, great! They're not as hardcore into it as I am, but still.
0: So the the other reasons I'm not is uh, last week, of course, I was completely off the grid. Uh, at the radio telescope, you, there was no Pokemon Go, cause there was no, there's no cell tower, there's nothing.
1: It, trust me, there pretty much wasn't Pokemon Go anyways. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, so that's a, a commentary on servers. Zing. Um, but I also have very, very serious privacy re- reservations about Pokemon Go. Because, oh, because
1: it, it lets you you see your location.
0: Yeah, basically, you have to have your location on all the time, and the, that's the way it works. I, I get that that's the way it works. I understand that that's intrinsic to how the game goes, but that's that's not for me. I don't I don't need any electronic device that I have to know any more about me than it already does. It creeps me the hell out when Amazon's recommendations are good, or when <laughs> or when Google makes suggestions that i didn't think it would so i i i don't know it's it's just i'm i'm not comfortable with that level of of surveillance
1: that's fair i'll give you that um there's never been anything like it
0: oh no absolutely not it is it is a true phenomenon my god and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not telling other people, oh, God, Pokemon Go's eating all your your privacies, don't play it. Go go right ahead. Feel free. It's just, it's but, not for me.
1: I will say, like, as everyone's getting public warning, please be smart, because it's getting a lot of bad rep for people who, oh, this guy crashed his car. Well, he would have crashed his car texting.
0: Yeah, he probably would. And then we wouldn't have oh, heard
1: about or it. Or people are trespassing. Those are people who are not are stupid. Yeah. You know, They're not paying attention. Like, But, like, when you think about it, I think they said, like, over 30 million downloads... I believe that maybe that may be wrong. You know, this worldwide. I think it's about thirty million downloads. The, the, that's a very small percentage of people yeah. that are causing actual trouble.
0: Most of them uh, are being being good like, sports. And... I
1: work for a bank. We are all adults there, like literally adults. We have jobs. We get paid real money to go live in real houses. Yeah, That is what I work at. This is what, this is my life. There's a lot of people that play it there. A lot of people that play it there.
0: I, I have to say, uh, the whole Pokemon Go thing started to explode when I was starting to read Ready Player One. And th- there are some weird parallels there. Right? That it's this, this augmented reality game that just kind of has swept the globe so quickly.
1: You know, and, this is really crazy. Huh. Simpsons predicted it.
0: Uh, yeah, well, Simpsons predicted everything.
1: Macroning is the prophet it's truth. I
0: am I am fairly certain that we are years at most away from Simpsons becoming a true religion and that everything from the episodes written down as holy prophecy.
1: Oh under, I wonder how much the priests would make. Because, I love that show
0: because all of it will come to pass one day.
1: Oh Macroning. But yeah. no I I like Pokémon Go. There's there's a few things I don't like outside of the server issues. Um the biggest thing is, and a friend of mine brought this up, who I didn't think would, because he's a very competitive person, I didn't think this would matter to him. Yeah. What thing it misses that the other games don't have, there is literally zero emotional connection to, to the Pokemon. Oh, and okay. people, people can say what you want about having an emotion to a, vid- a digital video game character,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever it happens.
0: It does, Absolutely.
1: It's like your first Squirtle in your first game, for me, that was like that was the best thing in the world. That was always the strongest. That was one I never let die. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've already gotten rid of the one I got in Pokemon Go because it was weak. It was super weak. And the way it works, you, you always you keep trading in to get more candies to level people up. Yeah. You just keep getting rid of the weak. Oh, I have something that I've had for the whole time. Oh, it's too weak now. I have something that's better. You get rid of it. It's and it's I guess I don't know, it's, that's always been something that's been for a lot of people is you always have an emotional connection. So that's—I think—that's probably my biggest downside to it.
0: That in the servers.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's the actual game. The servers isn't the game. Right. They will fix it, and I've always said, like, I don't hate the game. I'm not mad. I just—I feel like you could handle the situation better. Sure. And that's just the company's not handling a situation better. I don't. I like people are giving it one ratings on the app store because of the server issues. Like that's not the game. Right. It's something completely different. Don't give it poor ratings because of that.
0: It's like people who go on to Amazon and review products, but they're not reviewing the product. They're reviewing Amazon. Yeah. That's just – that's not what we wanted. Just cut that out. We we understand what they do. So,
1: Right. So – but no, it's it's pretty cool. If anyone's wondering, I am Team Yellow.
0: Okay, great.
1: Which is actually – like, I support being Team Yellow. Um, I think it gets a lot of crap because I think it's the least populated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did it because my friend, who already chose a color that 's what team he was, and I wanted to be on his team gotcha and another friend of mine actually happened to be yellow, but a lot of people I know are not yellow, which is also fine, so but i 'm team yellow. I even got a new phone case to represent team yellow, and it 's glorious nice it's fantastic
0: that was fast
1: i don't i don't i don 't get around clues all right, well, like I said i've played Pokemon for twenty years
0: jumping in with both feet, I like it
1: I do. Plus, it was, it was, a, it's custom made. Have you ever heard of Redbubble? Go to Redbubble, people. It has,
0: Redbubble. I don't know
1: Redbubble. It's a manufacturer. And what they do, they have art made by people. People make the artwork. They don't. Uh huh. And you find what you like. And most, sometimes it's restricted to a certain type of thing, like a shirt. But for sure. most of the designs, you can put it on a shirt. You can put it on a sweatshirt. You can put it on a hoodie. You can put it on a phone cover. You can put it on a mouse pad. And then you just kind of suck what you want. And you have like literally good options, decent shipping prices. And then they just, they, they, and they make it. It's not even made until you order it. And then they ship it to you. Huh. It told me I'd get my phone by August 1st. I got it in a week.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, I'm, I'm actually on, on their website right now. And, uh, this, this seems pretty cool. I have one complaint. It's the same complaint I have about all things like this. They're pretty iPhone centric as far as phone cases go. Your choices are, uh, iPhone, iPad, laptop skins, or the Samsung Galaxy. That's it.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, those are the, the. If you took all cell phones in the world, those are probably over 50 percent. Oh, well, he's, over. He's, oh, god, so, yes. Yeah. I mean, that—that's why they cater to them. I'm not saying it's right, but that's why, because the majority of people that will go to their website will have one of those. Oh Actually yeah. sho- showed my wife, and she loved it. She goes, "Where did you go? And that, well, she didn't love it because she actually dislikes the pokemon and she goes, "If you're outside, just look outside. Don't be on your phone. Whatever. Um,
0: yeah, i'm afraid that ship has sailed
1: but right. i did show her my case and she thought the concept of it was cool so she went there looking for a phone case and my wife's favorite tv show is friends uh-huh. by far her favorite tv show good show i don't think it holds up as some other shows do personally yeah um, but i still like it um and i'm not sure if you ever watch friends this doesn't seem like something you would have watched
0: uh i i Dabbled in it. I was never really a big fan. Well,
1: it's very of because you always remember like Monica's door, the purple door. Sure. With that framed people. Yeah. That's what her phone cover is.
0: I can see that. That's pretty cool.
1: It's like a car- – it's a little bit more cartoonish than the actual picture of it. But yeah. that's what her phone cover is. It looks great. I mean it's really cool. So so look – I mean I'm, I, they are not sponsoring here. I am legitimately telling you to go there because I think it's – they have amazing stuff. They have great anime stuff. Cool. Oh, like, search some of their Full Metal Alchemist stuff. It's beautiful. All right. Beautiful stuff. Like, I'm considerably buying another one that's just white background, and then it's just Roy Mustang's Alchemy Circle.
0: Hey, they do have some cool Full Metal Alchemist stuff.
1: Yeah, they really do. So, I mean, I would definitely recommend that if you're out looking for, like, that kind of stuff. It's great. It just brews, like they have, like you can actually, it's nice because they said you can make comments to the artists mm-hmm. and they see like your, their feedback, which I think is really cool because it's people's getting their artwork out there. So I always recommend if you do buy something, uh, give the artist a compliment, you know, support their, you know, support their work because clearly you liked it enough to buy it.
0: Yeah. Well, folks, uh, it has been a weird and rambly episode.
1: And talk about grab bag.
0: I'll be honest; we didn't know it was going to go. We, our plan this week was just to talk about the set, and then we started having that conversation at the beginning, and we just went from there. And that's what you get. Um, there so, was some magic content this time. Hey, that's.
1: And that's we are fun. sorry for all of our magic listeners that were that's where they come to for us. But I mean, just don't be surprised for the next few episodes if you don't see all, all tons of magic content.
0: Yeah. Now I'm I'm looking forward to uh, uh, this fall. When uh, we have uh, what what is it? Kaladesh, Chandra's cool. home plane. Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this fall, where we're headed to is Kaladesh, and uh, I'm looking forward to that
1: cause I mean, if if we don't do weekly Magic content, you can be sure we are still going to be go- doing new set stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. we're just – probably not every single week, every single episode is not going to be magic-related. We're, we're going to have more like we did with our books and the anime episodes and like our ramble episodes. Not as much like this one, but something like – was it episode 100? We just pretty much t- talked to each yes, other. Yes,
0: episode 100 was just us. Was and great. people loved it. Yeah.
1: And so, I mean, it, it let us know if it really bothers you. We will do what we can, but it's just out of time. that that's not what we're at and for hey, this show. And if, hey,
0: if you have a uh, geeky or geek-adjacent topic that you'd like us to talk about, let us know. If you'd like us, if there's a specific magic topic that we haven't covered that you'd like us to, let us know.
1: We're very perceptive, and we're both pretty well-versed into nerd culture, which is mostly what we'll be sticking to.
0: Yeah, it's kind of our thing.
1: It's what we're really good at. Yeah, sure. Are. So, but hey— call- People call me a nerd now. I'm like, Yeah, that's right. I'm yep. better than you because of that.
0: I uh, totally totally a nerd. Uh there are ways to reach us. And uh if you want to reach the show directly, remember we've shifted over to the new name. We're not we still have access to the old the old avenues, but I'm gonna start focusing on the new ones. Uh, random discard We are at random discard. Uh, on the Twitters, we are randomdiscard.com, is that right? Right. Yeah, yeah, randomdiscard.com, and we are uh, randomdiscardcast at gmail.com, that's the email address, randomdiscardcast, all one word, no hyphens, no spaces, no underscores, at gmail.com, that is your direct route. If you want to reach me directly, your best bet is the Twitters, I am at LockLuzet, spelled just like it is in the show notes.
1: I'm at Mind Mage. I don't know if that's changing anytime soon. I can't think of anything better that I really like. Um, and as you see, I'm becoming a lot more active in Twitter. I've been trying to do, get better at that. So I've, if I have a notification, I always see it. Sweet. I mean, not always respond, but I always look at them. But I'll be doing better to respond to them now.
0: Yeah, that's one thing we're going to try and do going forward is being better at responding. We, we got a bunch of emails in the old account that we never did anything with, and I feel horrible about that.
1: That's gone now. They don't exist anymore. Uh, but they do. No. No.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. It's
1: called, you. Re- it's called retconning clues.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you all next time. We
2: were the ones you-
1: i got blocked on twitter you did yeah all right uh oh well it happens it does it does so
0: all right well hey yeah i didn't mean to you know suddenly shift topics on us but it seemed like a (laughs) good conversation and i thought we'd just keep it rolling
1: well i guess we can see the kind of reactions we're gonna get
0: yeah i don't i don't we're going out on a limb here but hey it's not like we get paid for this so
1: we should do what at least makes us happy right
0: that's right And people will either listen or they won't.